Hello and welcome to the first episode of my new podcast. Horrifying, disturbing and truly terrifying. Now, I also run a YouTube channel which you may be interested about if you are into this kind of thing called Macabre Maddie which goes along the same lines as this podcast does. And I thought the title of the podcast would give you a reasonable explanation as to what the type of content would be, but I'll just give a quick disclaimer. This podcast is not going to be a podcast of nice subjects. It's going to be horrifying and disturbing and truly frightening. It's going to involve true crime, ghost stories, and everything else creepy and disturbing. If it's dark, then it'll probably be on this podcast. So definitely don't watch this or listen to this. I'm so used to doing videos. Definitely don't listen to this if this isn't your type of thing or you are easily upset or disturbed or anything like that. So today's episode, I thought I would start off with a collective series of events and basically I'm going to be telling you some absolutely terrifying things that have actually happened on Halloween. So as we know Halloween is supposed to be a fun exciting festival slash holiday where everybody can just go out get a good scare have a nice time And most of the time, Halloween is harmless. But in these stories, it isn't. Story 1. In 2005, many people passed through a neighbourhood filled with decorations. The neighbourhood was in Delaware, USA. And they happened to pass one decoration that looked very spooky and very real. And this is because it turns out it was. It was an actual dead body. Somebody had committed suicide the night before and it had taken hours before it was reported. And because it was Halloween, people assumed it was a decoration. And because they assumed it was a decoration, it was never reported. So that one's extremely sad and extremely scary at the same time. So the next one goes along the same route as the urban legend of tampered Halloween candy. Now, most of the time this doesn't happen and it does just stay as an urban legend. But this is why we check our kids' candy. Because in 1974, an eight-year-old in Texas actually died from poisoned candy and it was actually his father who had poisoned some pixie sticks with cyanide I believe and then had distributed it to some other kids to make it look as though it wasn't him because he was targeting his own son so he tried to cover it up 
to say that it was somebody else in the neighbourhood, and he did this because he wanted to get his son's life insurance. Yeah. Pretty messed up. But in 2012, a woman from Oregon bought a graveyard kit to decorate with. Inside, she found a note, and it was from a Chinese factory worker who claimed he and other workers were being tortured. They were forced to make these toys for 15 hours a day with no pay or no days off. He asked if the note could be sent to the World Human Rights Organization. The woman followed the instructions and the workers were set free. So imagine getting this graveyard, so it's already a pretty, like, you know, what some people would call disturbing item. And then there's this note inside that claims that these people are being worked until they're practically dead and tortured and it actually happens to be true. Like, oh my god. Again in 2012, which seems to be a year of mad things happening on Halloween, someone collapsed and died on their French port... on their front porch steps on Halloween. People assumed that it was just a good decoration and just sidestepped it for days. And the opposite has happened too. People have called the cops for decomposing bodies or heads when actually it was just a really good decoration. So, you know what? Maybe people are making decorations that are too good or maybe people just don't know what a dead body looks like. I'm not sure. But there was a similar case to this, actually, in this haunted house attraction, where they had, like, this zombie hung up or something, and it turned out to be an actual, like, corpse, and they didn't actually realise until, like, years later. But I've got this... Surely this stuff is going to start to smell, even after a couple of days, like surely and can a decoration really be that good that it actually that you can't tell the difference between a dead person and some latex i mean i can't (laughs) report from experience because thankfully this has never happened to me but i mean surely but anyway in 2011 A resident from Chicago was missing his candy to pass out. Thinking it was the neighbour, he stabbed her to death with several steak knives. So, basically, he um, wanted this candy so badly that he just decided to stab his neighbour, which is completely what you should do in that instance, you know? I swear. I just... I can't. But the night before Halloween, in 1938, Americans tuning in to the CBS radio programming got an eerie interruption. Martians have invaded New Jersey. And at the time, the allusion to extraterrestrials actually caused mass hysteria for thousands of listeners across the country. 
And although it was simply a radio play by Orson Welles titled War of the Worlds, most listeners didn't realise this. And actually, about 12 million people were listening to the broadcast when it came on air, and one in every 12 thought it was true. So some percent of that 1 million people actually ran out of their homes because of this spooky broadcast. Now, I'm not sure what it was like in those days for aliens and stuff, but I imagine that would have been quite scary, in all fairness. But Harry Houdini also died on Halloween in 1926 after he suffered a ruptured appendix. Now, following one of the famous magician's final performances, he suffered the injury which led to his death. So Houdini was teaching students in Monterell a series of tricks and mentioned that his stomach muscles were so strong that they could withstand punches without injury, which, of course, is impossible for every human being, so... I don't know why you'd even attempt this. This is stupid, but as the story goes, a student then reportedly hit him over the appendix twice without warning. And while he felt completely fine, he later complained of pain and collapsed right after the curtain fell. So physicians actually confirmed that the student's punches had caused Houdini's appendix to burst and poison had spread throughout his system. And he died on Halloween. Nice. In 1961, former USSR leader Joseph Stalin's body was removed from public display in Moscow's Red Square and transformed to a nearby tomb. This seems like a very strange thing to do on Halloween night. I mean, transferring bodies? Okay. But basically, on Halloween night in 1961... His body was moved from a glass coffin in Moscow's Red Square and was removed from public display. And the body was actually moved to a nearby tomb and was no longer able to have visitors. Like, it, you couldn't see it. And basically they did this to hide his body from view because they felt like he shouldn't be on view anymore bit of a random story but I thought I'd just add it in there you know as a kind of why would you move a body on Halloween night but you know personal preference but in 1981 a murder on Halloween morning happened inside a Manhattan home and to make things even spookier the exact murder had been predicted by an infamous serial killer David Berskowitz, a serial killer also known as the Son of Sam, was incarcerated in the Attica Correctional Facility, an upstate New York Supermax prison, when he predicted a murder. Written off as just a made-up story, nobody listened to him until his exact prediction played out. 
On the early morning of Halloween in 1981, whilst staying in their Manhattan home, 39-year-old Ronald Sisman and 20-year-old Elizabeth Plaisman were beaten and shot to death. And David had actually described a cult carrying out this massacre and had even described the exact apartment layout to a T. So it's unclear if the prediction was merely a coincidence and to this day the murder remains unsolved. I mean, to me that doesn't sound like a coincidence, especially not on Halloween. I mean, we all know what this whole cult was like. But, like, oh, jeez. Okay. And on Halloween night in 1963, an accidental propane gas explosion and an ice skating exhibition in Indiana caused 74 deaths and left 400 people injured. Deathly incident occurred at Holiday and Ice, an ice skating performance at the Indiana State Fairground Coliseum in India, Indiana Polis. You know when you look at a word and you can say it in your head but you can't say it out loud? This is that time. Not long after 11pm on October 31st, 1963, while skaters were completing their final routine of the night, gas that had been leaking from a concession area caused an explosion. Now the flooring caved in, creating a massive crater, and the accident led to 74 deaths and left 400 people injured. And a reporter, Richard R. Roberts, reported the events of the night and described the tragic aftermath as a horrific scene, writing, You walked into a nightmare. This was the worst thing I have seen since combat in World War Two. So pretty horrific stuff there. So definitely don't go to an ice skating rink on Halloween. Don't go anywhere on Halloween, in fact, it's probably not worth it just um stay inside actually no don't stay inside because they were murdered in the house we're gonna have to come up with a new plan okay why is my cat meowing in the background i don't know if you can hear this but my cat's like meowing in the background but anyway they are all the crimes and halloween that i can find as of now um, because I wasn't very prepared going into this podcast episode because I wanted to see if it would work. But thank you so much for watching and I'll be obviously back to do more episodes. I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing in my next episodes. But this is a nice, shortish kind of one to uh, let you guys kind of sink into the atmosphere of what this podcast is going to be about. So... Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you in the next video. Be disturbed. <laughs>